I'm an ENTP. I'm a high I. I'm an Aquarian. I、uh, come out as a pioneer and a creator on the standout assessment. I am an early adopter. I'm dyslexic, and apparently, if I was a Friends character, I would be Ross, which really pissed me off. So I took the test again, and I came out as Ross for a second time. Taking personality tests, finding out about ourselves, feels super fun, and it's so insightful, and they all feel so right. And actually, it goes beyond. Uh, personality science and assessment, horoscopes and astrology feels like it's really telling us something about ourselves. And a lot of the time, the science that these tests are based on really doesn't stand up to telling us who we are. But a lot of the time, what it's really telling us is about the ways all people are a little bit different. And in some instances, it's telling us more about how to get along with others than it is telling us who we are. So when you're taking tests, by all means, take them all and and knock yourself out. It's super fun, and there is a self-discovery process. But don't believe everything that you're hearing about yourself. Everything that you get back in those profiles, treat it like you would when you're making a decision and you flip a coin and it lands on heads, and it turns out heads isn't what you really wanted, or you find that you're relieved and pleased that it landed on heads. And as you read things, see what your reaction is to them. If you're taking tests for more of a purpose, if you're taking them for work, then it really starts to play out differently. You, so this is really the first choice to make: Are you just going down a self-discovery journey, or are you trying to learn something that will help you function differently or more effectively when you're involved with with other people? The big, super popular one. That's still always fashionable. Always feels insightful. Always feels like it's telling us so much about ourselves and claims to tell us loads about the way we'll interact in relationships.、Um, is the MBTI, the Myers Briggs Type Indicator, and there's huge questions around the research that it's based on. You read your profile, and it feels so you. It feels like it's an amazing insight.、Um, Actually, the same thing happens when someone gives you the wrong profile. That's not you. That feels super you as well. I've got two problems with it. One, even if it was accurate, sixteen types is too few to be very true about me. But it's too many for me to be able to remember what they are and how I interact differently with、uh, with other people. So, even if it was scientifically accurate, it's very hard for it to be useful. Beyond a little bit of self-discovery, what I like to use first instances with teams is DISC, which again has so many of the same flaws. It's not real science. We don't really divide up into、um, more task-based or more people-based、uh, individuals any more than we divide into dog people and cat people. But the splits that we make in the world on DISC. Are a little bit more useful. They're a handier way to divide up the way we show up when we're at work. 
So I'll do a separate podcast on what each of the pieces of DISC mean and how we can start to use it. But it's super simple language. And they've adapted that language over the years. So they're not really saying you are a D. This is the box you sit in. It's saying nowadays, it's saying you have a lot of this trait. You show up with more of this. Therefore, people might see you like this. And you might see other people like this. So they've changed the meaning of the assessment over time. And one of the ways to make sure that DISC is something that's helpful to you when you take the assessment, as opposed to being a a box to put yourself in, um, see it as a way of showing, seeing how you show up culturally, um, how some of the backgrounds you've been through have taught you there's a certain way of being at work as well as a little bit of your skills playing into it and let it show you how you show up and how you make yourself strong. It's just four letters to remember, the D, the I, the the S and the C, and they make a lot of sense. And we like to color them all in so it gets easier still to recognize. But again, don't pigeonhole yourself. Whatever you come out as, that's not really you. It's just a bit about how your behavior shows up Let's talk about strengths because strengths, there's a whole heaps of assessments to take and you don't even have to take assessments to do it. But an ongoing journey is to start to learn more about what strengthens you at work. You can take the strengths deployment inventory, you could take uh, Standout, you could take StrengthsFinder 2.0, you could take a bunch of tests that will help you figure it out. StrengthScope is a nice one, uh, comes out on a wheel with that. You can can use tests for it, that's going to be pretty quick, but again, it's not defining who you are, it's helping you get a figure on what helps you feel real good at work, what what strengths can you bring to the table? What can you bring to the team? What might you be able to have insight on that is a little bit harder for other people? What's harder for you that you can maybe trade with others on the team? So if your team's got the maturity for it, I think strengths type testing is more helpful. But the thing that you can do right away um, to start to figure out more of your strengths is just to keep a record of when you get really juiced when you're at work what do you really like what do you lose track of time when you're doing it and you're already starting to get a picture and that picture will be richer because you'll be able to put it into your own words and into your own language so why are personality tests so popular if they're not really us if they're not really that accurate well one of the ones that is more accurate that is more telling is the the big five which sometimes gets called uh, ocean and it's, it's a lot more accurate it's uh, it's openness and conscientiousness and neuroticism and and these things it tells us a little bit more about who we are but it typically doesn't show up with this big profile this big pitch this big speech about who you are that feels so insightful and I think it's that insightful profile that feels like it's the real richness Um, and the trouble is you're the one to write your richness you're the one to produce your results you're the one to create your story and other people's language can be really handy to borrow for a little while but you're never going to be what a test shows you up as you're never going to be 
um, in a teeny tiny box. You'll always be much richer than that. And so will everyone else.